Have you seen my hey? Have you seen my friend? Oh, I'm so excited. I get dancing with faces off. No respect, no honor. Easy, easy. And they look Hopping like dogs. Dogs. Just hoping something will break in that pierce spot. Are you a soldier? Baby face bullies. Very funny. No heels allowed. Hey, bullies universe! Welcome back to the podcast. We are the Babyface Bullies. I'm Vintown. I'm Miss Keep Your Distance, Sammers. Yeah, we're back for this week. We're in the quarantine. We're living it. We're staying safe. I hope you are too. Thriving. So we're gonna start the show like we do every week by talking about what we watched this week. Because thankfully, there's a shutdown in every part of the world except for professional wrestling. (laughs) Parts unknown. Uh, This week, we watched AEW Dark and AEW Dynamite. Uh, Dark on Tuesday had a great moment, in my opinion, where Mox was a cameraman. (laughs) Um, And they, like, panned to him. Then he had to take off his, like, cameraman gear, his headphones, and, like, clock out and then go wrestle his match. I thought that was... I thought that was pretty funny. What did you think? Yeah. I mean, Dark was ultimately forgettable, but, you know, Mox even being there was reason to check it out. And then that whole cameraman deal made the 30 minutes I spent watching it well worth it. (laughs) I personally thought it was like a lighthearted way to address the situation where, oh, we can't have more than 10 people here. A wrestler has to be our cameraman as compared to on BTE where Matt Jackson like coughs as he's working out and then Brandon Cutler and Nick Jackson quickly grab wipes and are wiping everything down. Um, but they didn't even wipe down the weights that he was holding on to. Right. Like that's the most important part. Yeah. It's like, you gotta admit that the situation's going on. Like unlike Vince McMahon who doesn't <laughs> pretends it doesn't, but I kind of did think that was weird. I thought it was weird to kind of try and make light of it when it's, like the worst part or not even the worst part yet you know i think the difference is that matt jackson was like impersonating a sick person whereas what they did with mox was just it's like a joke about being safe yeah that's exactly it whereas matt jackson was just like i'm sick and now everyone's afraid of me right i'm sure that they didn't mean like bad things by it but it was just a little tone deaf yeah it was you know like Kenny Omega stealing toilet paper, that's funny. Yeah, that was pretty funny. But people are afraid of you because you coughed. I don't know. Anyway, yeah. let's get to some actual wrestling. We also watched Dynamite from a secret location. Parts unknown. Oh, yeah, we'll have more on that later. Uh, it was a pretty cool setup. I, I agree. It was smaller, more intimate. It wasn't as obvious that there. it was an empty arena. They also brought back the wrestlers slash spectators in the crowd right it felt like a nwa like studio show to me yeah um and the audience for the most part did stay rather far apart i thought it was funny how on one side of the ring it was jimmy havoc (laughs) kip sabian and penelope ford 
They live together. They all three live together. Right, and they're all standing six <laughs> all feet standing apart. Standing six feet apart. It's like they already have all each other's germs. <laughs> right. Maybe they're just sick of each other. It wasn't even like ordered <laughs> yeah. to stay six feet apart. They're just like, Jesus, I've had enough of you and your AFI, Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> of afi this one song it was like love like winter oh oh i bet jimmy havoc if you're listening you know that song one time i saw a tweet from jimmy havoc that said his favorite movie was 500 days of summer (laughs) (laughs) like what a hardcore legend i like to staple my balls and then watch 500 days of summer Gives me intense satisfaction. Yeah, um, there was some other good moments on the show. Britt Baker eating a chicken sandwich. Completely unexplained. Yeah. Speaking of chicken sandwiches, back to Jimmy Havoc. Okay. (laughs) You know, this is a Jimmy Havoc podcast now. (laughs) I saw on Instagram or Twitter earlier this week or last weekend that he got, or at their doorstep, there was an Uber Eats delivery of McDonald's. And he's like, I didn't order this. What should I do? Should I contact Uber Eats? Should I go around my apartment complex and try to figure out whose it is? And then, like, next post, I ate it. Right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm not surprised that Jimmy Havoc did that. I don't know if I would in this well, environment, but. He's hardcore. He's hardcore. He's so hardcore. He eats thumbtacks. Why wouldn't he eat he McDonald's? thumbtacks for breakfast. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) It was a pretty good show, though, from AEW this week. You had the start of the A... Oh, no, it starts next week. The AEW TNT title tournament. That looks exciting. they announced the rest of the bracket. Any picks picks for your winner? I would love to see Colt win it. I I don't think he will, because he's, like, the rookie. Right, and he faces Lance Archer. And he faces Lance Archer. My gut is telling me Lance Archer. Yeah. Murderhawk. It feels like... Uh, him and Cody are like on a collision course here so yeah but you know it's not a bad story if it's a well-told story so what I have just said for the first time Caesar uh, there was also a great <laughs> match on the show between our boy Tremperetta and Kenny Omega Kenny Omega proving once again that he's just like never win anywhere he's always been great he always will be great and Trent just showing hey I'm here it was my birthday this week yeah. I'm awesome. Stop sleeping on Trent, everyone. Wake up. Smell the coffee. I mean, these two, it was like, what, like 19 minutes long? <laughs> and uh, just destroyed each other physically. Yeah. It was it was intense. It was a, not what I was expecting they would start the show with. Yeah. Yeah, it was a good time. And our boy Trent, along with Chuck Taylor and Orange Cassidy were snubbed by the TNT Championship bracket. Yeah, there's a great promo uh, exclusive to the AEW Wrestling Twitter, <laughs> which, don't get me started how stupid that is, because it should be on TV. It's really funny. But anyway, it's like Chuck, Trent, and Orange Cassidy backstage, and then Chuck and Trent are like ready to fight because they both yeah. want to the, be the TNT champion. And they both think they're in and it. They, but then the Orange tournament. Cassidy tells them that they're not. Yeah. <laughs> I guess you just have to watch it. <laughs> so yeah, it's not funny when we explain it, but we're not the best friends. <laughs> Speaking of Trent, 
Uh, he's the star of this week's Quarantine Theater. Watch out, bitches. Get your popcorn. So Trent had a birthday this week, and we celebrated by watching an episode of Poppin' Dogs and Talkin' Hogs on the High Spots Wrestling Network. And honestly, this is the perfect show to watch during quarantine. It really is. I feel like Stefan, but this show has everything. Drinking, best friends, bros being bros, and intense questions. <laughs> yeah, if you never see this show, they ask, they have a, a little notebook with questions written in them, such as, how do you wipe from the front <laughs> or from the back? And honestly, the answers surprise me every time. Yeah. Because you'll see it in the show, but every guest is like, I thought everyone did it the way I do it. Because no one ever asks you. Yeah. So you're learning a lot about people. Yeah. And then, but the spoiler alert, nobody does it like Trent. (laughs) So you can check that out. I think it's a perfect show to watch, though, because it's like, you're sitting here, you can't go out and drink and hang out with your friends. You're stuck at home. Well, this is like sitting there and drinking with two or three, four weirdos. Yeah. And just talking about stupid stuff you can just sit there and listen to them and laugh at them and it's a good time it is check it out high spots wrestling network best 9.99 in the biz not sponsored so we're getting all the aew stuff out of the way early because we got our huge wrestlemania huge, preview coming up huge um so let's get to this week's controversy AEW taped ahead for the next couple weeks on Thursday night, and the cops showed up to make sure they had all the paperwork in place to allow this to go forward. Someone was trying to shut it down, maybe? Was it WWE? Luckily, AEW was up to code, but who called them? Why did they come? Mmm. Sounds like especially, a controversy. Especially if it was at an undisclosed location. Who would even know to call? Who would disclose? Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> what I was wondering. But like, right away on the internet, it was WWE. WWE called the cops on them. Who would tell WWE? Well, I mean, I know exactly where it was. It's pretty obvious. With the AstroTurf on the floor. Have okay. you watched any of the Road 2 videos? Which okay. you know Vince McMahon's watching every week. <laughs> but how would they know that they were going to tape on Thursday night? Right. This was comes from maybe like a not so good wrestling source. <laughs> WrestlingInc.com. So if you just want to... Ink like INC or INK? INC. <laughs> wrestling tattoos. Yeah, wrestling Check ink. Check out my wrestling ink. <laughs> it's like... Uh, Corey Graves show on WWE Network. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> so anyway. do you think that it was WWE that reported them? I don't. I don't. Do you remember I... when New Japan had that show in New York and they were supposed to have an ambulance and somebody called and said, oh, send the ambulance home. Like, oh, may- whoever did that did my this. My God. It's Kenny Omega. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Um, it's all coming together. Yeah. I feel like it was blown way out of proportion. It probably was. It said they had to have officials there to make sure they were regu- following right. all the regulations. So 
maybe the officials called the cops, quote-unquote. We don't even know if it was, like, real police. Yeah, this seems just like a bad wrestling news site blowing things out of proportion. You know, if you're going to get paperwork to allow you to do this, they probably want an official there. Right. You know, and it's fun to think that, you know... There's drama. The big conspiracy, but usually the simplest answer is the correct one. Well, you know, it's TNT. We know drama, and they're succeeding at it. So that's a wrestling report that we're not really sure if we can crut. Huh? If we can trust. <laughs> but there is one wrestling reporter that we always know we can trust. And that's... Seductive Dave Meltzer. So seductive. AEW was looking at pushing its summer season using the phrase, Best summer ever. I'm not sure this is the right summer for that tagline. Ow. Too real, Dave. God! <laughs> Too real. It's like, you, you already got your the knife in the back. Now he's just twisting it in there. Oh. <laughs> Unbelievable. I mean... <laughs> what do you think of that tagline? Best summer ever. I think it sounds like... That shirt that your son has. <laughs> that's his best day ever. <laughs> you know, maybe instead they should use like 500 days of summer. Oh, Jimmy Havoc. <laughs> it's every day Jimmy Havoc. Watching the movie. That's, Watching the movie. That's the two hour block of Dynamite. <laughs> yeah. Just Jimmy Havoc live like, streaming 500 days of summer. Mystery Science Theater. Right. <laughs> It's like Mystery Science Theater, except he loves it and is, like, crying at all the parts. He's like, I wish I had some Uber Eats right now for free. I can't believe Summer didn't go for Joseph (laughs) Gordon-Levitt. I've never seen the movie. (laughs) (laughs) It's a movie. Sorry, Jimmy. Anyway, that's enough AEW talk for this week because we got to get to maybe the biggest segment we've ever done on this show. Our WrestleMania preview. WrestleMania. WrestleMania. Wait. WrestleMania is this weekend? (laughs) Uh, Can I just say something? Remember last year we were like so excited for WrestleMania? No. Maybe not the actual show, but like watching all the indie shows and our friends came to town. Frank and Graham, shout out. Thanks for coming to visit us from across across the universe. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, we had there's so many good shows last year. The WrestleCon Super Show. That was like your introduction to Orange Cassidy. Yeah. And your entire life has yeah. changed since then. There was Orange Cassidy's own show. Joey Janela's. Yeah, Joey Janela's Spring show Break. had like LAX versus a Rock and Roll Express. Uh, a lot of just a lot of fun times. Yeah. Uh, I mean, NXT TakeOver was good. Yeah. And even for WrestleMania, like I was excited for Becky. Couldn't tell you a single other match that was on the show. It went on for like eight hours, but... Obviously, this year is different, but... Uh, well, don't spoil it yet. Let's oh get to... Oh, my God. Let's get to our preview. Uh, it's We're going to play a game called Yes or No. 
Mm. I'm the host of this game. Sam is the contestant. I'm going to read off all the matches, and she is going to answer as quickly as she can, yes or no. Are you excited to see this match? Okay. Are you ready? Yes. Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte Flair. No. Brock Lesnar versus Drew McIntyre. No. Goldberg versus Braun Strowman, maybe? No. Becky Lynch versus Shayna Baszler. Yes. John Cena versus The Fiend in a Firefly Funhouse match. Yes. Bailey versus Lacey Evans versus Naomi. No. You say The Lacey Undertaker Snow. versus AJ Styles <gasps> in a Boneyard match. Oh, God. Yes. Kevin Owens versus Seth Rollins. Yes. The Miz and John Morrison versus The New Day versus The Usos in a ladder match. Yes. The Street Profits versus Austin Theory and Angel Garza. <laughs> Austin Theory. <laughs> no. Alistair Black versus Bobby Lashley. Uh, no. Elias versus Kid Corbin. No. Edge versus Randy Orton. <laughs> oh, man. No. Sami Zayn versus Daniel Bryan. Yes. Asuka and Kyrie Sane versus Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. Yes. Otis versus Dolph Ziggler, the main event of the two nights. What? No. <laughs> no. So that would be seven yeses and nine no's. That's mm. actually, that's a pretty good for a WWE show. Yeah. I mean, a lot of them come with stipulations, but my stipulations as to. Yeah, I think. <laughs> I would give a yes question mark to three of your answers. Yeah. But two matches that you said yes to were John Cena Mm -hmm. versus The Fiend and The Undertaker versus AJ Styles. (laughs) Now, there was, like you said, there's a stipulation for this because they're both stipulation matches. Whoa. The Boneyard match and the Firefly Funhouse match. Mm -hmm. What are they? We'll find out in Fantasyland. Okay, Sam, my question for you is, what is a Boneyard match? Okay, a Boneyard match, it's pretty obvious. A Boneyard match takes place on the plot of land that's adjacent to Buffalo Wild Wings. Okay. Because Buffalo Wild Wings always has a weird spot next to it that's, like, empty. Maybe it's a weird wooded area by the parking lot. Maybe it's, like, the weird plot of vacant land behind the dumpsters. But this area is where Buffalo Wild Wings throws all the bones from the wings that get okay. get eaten in the restaurant. Yeah, they can't throw those away. It's they don't go in the dumpster. Yeah, no, no, no. No, no, no. They go in the boneyard. So in this boneyard, they're going to set up a ring, and that's where the match will take place. The ring is not made of bones, but there's just bones everywhere. Okay. Dangerous. A weapons match, almost. Dangerous. Yes, it is a weapons match, in fact. However, the only weapons that are allowed are the bones themselves. Um, Carrots and celery, blue cheese or ranch, and all the sauce varieties available at Buffalo Wild Wings. That's... I mean, that's more weapons than most matches. There's, well, there's like at least 20 different flavors. And it could get quite dangerous with the heat levels. Oh, for sure. The Scoville unit's are no joke. Yeah, Dave Meltzer star rating? No, this is a Scoville rating match. Indeed. Five stars? You better bet your ass, Undertaker. <laughs> Five blazons. <laughs> um, but other than that, it's, you know, just a normal match, pin, or... Uh, the other one? The other one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the Boneyard match, 
based on what you just told me, I was in the middle, and I'm changing my answer to a yes. Okay. Because I love hot sauce. Who do you think would be favored in this in this match, Undertaker? No, the Going Over Bet Pro Wrestling podcast has the Undertaker as a rather large favorite, but he's an old man, you know. Like you get to be Undertaker's age, you can't really handle hot stuff like you used to. Mm. You know, AJ gets him down, gets some blazing, gets some three alarm. Undertaker's in trouble. He is, and his wife is not going to save him. <laughs> Will the tiger save him? No, we have to save He's, the tiger. I always forget. Well, yeah, because you know AJ's putting down like a bottle of Blazin' for breakfast. Yeah. He's like, he's like, Wendy, where's my Blazin'? <laughs> <laughs> where's my Blazin' for my eggs? We need a hot cup of Blazin' in the morning. Is it a coffee? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, pretty, pretty excited for that. Now, I also said... I'm excited for the Firefly Funhouse match, mostly because I don't know what the fuck it is. So, Vintown, would you please enlighten me as to what a Firefly Funhouse match is? Okay, the Firefly Funhouse match is, it's really simple. You know, you see, we've been seeing these vignettes on TV for months and months where he's in the Firefly Funhouse, there's puppets, there's pictures on the wall. Guess what? The match is just basically a living room match. It's like a, it's like a custom. Is that a thing? A living room match? <laughs> For perverts it is. Okay. So there's going to be puppets in there, pictures on the wall. They're going to bring in those hammers. Remember he had that big hammer for a while? The big cartoon hammer? The Fiend did? Sure, like yeah. Like the Bludgeon Brothers? Only when he like hits, he hits John Cena with it, it's going to be like, bonk. It's going to be like all cartoon noises. It's going to be like that filter on Snapchat. <laughs> the bonk filter. Yeah, that's what it's going to be like. And it's just going to go on. It's going to be violent. It's going to be weird. But then it's going to be like, I got to get out of here. This is Who, us? No, like oh. the mask. They're going to be like, this sucks. Let's get out of this house. You know, there's no air conditioning, no windows. <laughs> so let's get out of here. Like John Cena goes to hit him with the hammer, but the fiend runs away. And he goes outside, and it's a thunderstorm. And it's oh like God. pouring rain because it's at the Firefly Funhouse, so it's like a dark place, right? Oh. So, like, the fiend gets out there, but it's wet, so he trips and he falls in the street right next to the sewers. He oh. looks down. He sees a red balloon. Oh. He looks. No. Doink the clown is oh. in the sewer. And he says, You'll have this gimmick too. <laughs> And then they'll pull the fiend in. The fiend is now dead. But Bray Wyatt rises again as a fucking clown because that's what he is. John Cena <laughs> hits the add to adjustment. Winner. Doink. Loser. <laughs> wow. I have no words. Yeah. That's going to be a, I don't know, first ever seven star match. Sounds like it. If Bray Wyatt is involved. Maybe negative seven. <laughs> so I saw, sorry. I saw a picture of Bray Wyatt. Like, I, maybe from high school. Is <laughs> he in the theater club or what? No, he just looks like a... Uh, 
It's very funny. You just said you saw a picture <laughs> I, of him. I saw a picture of Bray Wyatt, like, before he was in wrestling, and he still had, like, long hair. Um, but he looks like, he looks like every guy from my hometown. <laughs> Sorry for getting off topic. I mean, you saw <laughs> a picture of him. That's your story. <laughs> yeah. I saw a picture of Bray Wyatt. <laughs> Because quarantine content so uninteresting. You even like you think you have a story about him to tell, and you start telling the story, and it's like, oh, that's it. That's the whole story. There's nothing interesting about him. Uh. Wrestler of the week. So I I think I can safely say that next week Bray Wyatt will not be our wrestler of the week. But who's your wrestler of the week for this week? <laughs> this week, my wrestler of the week is Brandy Rhodes. Okay. Questionable as to if she's going to continue wrestling or be wrestling. Um, but I listened to her on the AEW Unrestricted podcast. Okay. And I feel like I learned a lot more about her and her life. And um, they've touched on it before with her ice skating background. But I, she talked a lot more about that. And I didn't I didn't know a lot of stuff about her. She's been ring announcing every week. even though, or, Not this week, actually. But the prior two or three weeks. Right. And I thought she not only did a good job, but... For someone to do that when they said they didn't really ever want to do that again. Like, she's dedicated. She's there every week. She's the chief brand officer. She seems like, you know, she's good at that. But if it doesn't interest her, she just wants to move on. Like, that's the kind of person that she is. Right. Like, yeah. Like, it doesn't matter if I'm good at it. A lot of people will be good at something and do it for their whole life. Even if they don't like it. But that's not what she's like. And that's... that's uh, commendable trait in a person i think right to want to keep challenging yourself or keep learning new things so that brings us to vintown who is your wrestler of the week i'm going a little off the board i'm going with marco stunt did he have a great match this week depends on your point of view but i just i read this tweet yesterday where someone was mad at that match, like, AEW said they're going to be different, but they put the big guy against the small guy. And, like, I get what they're saying, but no. Also, no. Like, David and Goliath is the greatest story you can tell in the world. Yeah. And, you know, yeah, Lance Archer killed him this time, but, like, he didn't kill Marco Stunt. You know, like, he's, like Marco Stunt is always going to have to come from behind to get in there to, to win. He's never going to be the favorite in a match. And you know maybe it's going to be 5 years, 10 years from now. But if Marco Stunt ever beats Lance Archer, we can look at this moment and be like, "Wow, that was awesome," you know? <laughs> and he's uh joined TikTok recently. And oh man. Oh my god, the voice of an angel. The voice of an angel indeed. <laughs> and he's throwing it back. Yeah, he can he like does the dances. He can do all the dances, which yeah, we don't like. We can't do them. Yeah, we're just jealous. <laughs> <laughs> but he, I mean, he got some shots in at Lance. Yeah, 
He didn't um, look like a he didn't look like a fool. I mean, no, he didn't look like eight and nine. But Marco is a great wrestler to have on your roster. You know, you can't look away when he's on the screen. Yeah, you can't. I I believe that because he he is different, but he also has charisma, and he's good at what he does. Yeah, and he's the only wrestler this week, or that's the only match this week. That got Sam's dad to text me about <laughs> AEW. <laughs> so. Catching the eye of. What a winner. Your local boomer. Your dad's wrestler of the week is Lance Archer. <laughs> the guy who he referred to yeah. as the guy who came on with that Jake the Snake guy. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that guy who came out? Anyway. Anyway, uh. That's it for the show this week. It was a great time as always. I hope you come back. Hope you listened, watched, like, subscribe, give us five stars on iTunes, all that stuff that people say and they do podcasts. Yeah, we appreciate you. Yeah, so stay safe out there. Till next time, I'm Vintown. I'm Sammers. Good night. And good luck. <laughs> Mwah. Wrestling is my life. Child, things are gonna get easier. Ooh, child, things get brighter. Someday! <laughs>